Welcome to Down to Herf, the podcast for cigar smokers, whiskey drinkers, and for the people just looking to kick back, light up, and have a good time. I'm your host, Jerry, and I'm joined by, as always, my co-host, Gio and Caleb. Fellas, fellas, fellas. How we doing today? Caleb, what's up? Bro, this is going to be a good one. And feeling great. Really looking forward to some fun things going on today. Yeah, same here, buddy. I got, I got to, I got to agree with you, man. Great cigar, great whiskey. I think. Um, <laughs> uh, Gio, what's up, my brother? What's up, guys? What's up? How we doing, bro? Good. Man. Got a banger of an episode lined up. You guys are gonna see shortly our uh, famous remote episodes here, where we get some characters on. A lot of her firsts, a double remote interview. First fivesome from you guys. <laughs> First fivesome. Uh, joined by two bros tonight. Caleb got gangbanged. So, yeah, we, uh, we're we going to have on Matt Booth uh, from Room 101 Cigars for all you guys out there who are familiar with the extravagant man himself. Uh, and we also have Mikey from Cigar Hustler on with us. Uh you know, the original steroid boy of the industry. Uh, yeah, man. Going to be a real exciting episode, and I'm looking forward to getting into that. Gio, what about you, bud? Yeah, long overdue for Mike to pop in, you know? Oh, yeah. We've only been, you know, on his network for, like, fucking, what, six months? Yeah, it's it's it been, like, six like months. So, yeah, I think it's about time we actually had him on the show, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, great cigar that we're going to be smoking. Uh, we're going to be smoking with the man himself, the the blender, the creator of the Johnny Tobacconaut. Yeah, the redux of it. You know, definitely going to be a fun one. I you smoke the robusto, and we're going to get right into it as well. Like when you guys see here what we have in store for you, you are going to be in for some laughs. That's for sure. For sure, man. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, yeah, uh, we did have a whiskey too, right? Yeah, we did. Uh, I already put it away, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> we drank that shit up. It was good, dude. Geo, so it's funny. Voice. We never really did like a pre. Grab it real quick. We never did like a pre-intro recording, so uh, we're actually recording this after the intro, just based on you know the availability and timing of everything, but. Uh, yeah, man, this was a fun interview, and this was a lot of fun. And I, I, I literally, my abs and my face kind of hurt from talking with Matt Booth and and uh, Mikey. So this was actually a lot of fun. All right, Caleb, what were we drinking tonight? So Gio got this for us. We got Kokori. Um, it's Japanese whiskey, uh, made in Japan, marketed for the U.S. industry. That's why it has the E Y at the end of it instead of just the Y. Um, it's forty one percent alcohol, so eighty two proof, low proofer. Uh, this is. A Japanese whiskey made with uh, like a rice wine, like that. So it's got very floral notes to it, a lot of melon to it as well. Um, it's distilled from rice and pure mountain water from Kumoto, Japan, aged in oak barrels for three years. So um, I gotta say, guys, looking forward to this one. Gonna make a great pairing, I think. And we did touch about it uh, on it a little bit. We've yeah. also talked that this is a pre-recording. Yeah. Uh, or or uh, post-recording, as post? I should say. Yeah, because we, we did the interview with Matt and, and Mikey already. But, uh, dude. What a character. Mikey in the fucking sauna the sumo sauna suit. Uh, Matt Booth with the sideways camera and all the, the crazy shit that this guy says. Yeah. 
What a fucking great time, huh? When you guys watch this, yes, his camera's going to be sideways. It's not because we did that intentionally. No, no, I could, I could fix it. But I just, I'm not going it. to. Leave, I'm going to leave everything that he did. I'm going to leave it on purpose. You guys out there in the cigar world. Raw, authentic, uncut. Caleb gets herfed raw. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, did my camera go out? It did. Oh, shit. But that being said, let's get right into the interview, guys, and we'll see you guys next week. All right. Perfect. Everybody's here. Everyone can hear each other. Finally. Awesome. All right. Listen, we got Matt Booth from Room 101 Cigars, uh, and we got Mikey. Oh, I don't even I'm not even taking a shot. I'm Polish, and I still can't fucking say it. Right. Svechkevich. Stefan Kevich. Good job, Caleb. Polish. Yeah, yeah. Caleb's a little better at it. Somewhat. And and you guys had... You had a, a Matt Booth trying to dodge you today, trying to dodge. Yes, yes, Matt did try to. He tried to get out no. of this. A room. We're, we're no. literally smoking. No, no. His I room did. Tried to get out of it. <laughs> I felt so bad. I'm so glad. I'm so grateful that you hit me up. I was so ready to, to do this tomorrow. Dad, man. I got to tell you, we had to reach in out my to mind. Dad. He was out hiking. He was out hiking today. Look at him. <laughs> We're out doing calisthenics. What's going on? You know? Oh. Where's Kegel? Yeah, I'm chilling. Always. So this is a sauna. This is a sauna is what I'm wearing. Yeah, yeah. I see that. Oh, it looks insane. Different. You look like a sumo wrestler. Yeah, I was not prepared mm. to come on to said show. Hmm. I, I mean, hey, you know. Neither was Matt. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, I wanted to come on briefly and at least give you a hard time for uh, about 10 to 15 minutes. Then I got to get back to my housewives. Perfect. Fair enough. Housewives. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, I had to do the same thing earlier, dude. I had to watch uh, Big Brother with my wife. Nice. Big Brother. Brutal. Big Brother fan, Brittany? No, Brittany says no. That shit's still on? No. Yeah, man. (laughs) Season 25. Season 25. Yeah, Jerry's trying to make savage paper off that show. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. So they got that. They got that Matt Booth money. So to kind of let Matt Booth <laughs> off the hook here, he did give me a happy birthday wish on my birthday this year, and he blew it last year, but I got it all year this year, and then officially on the day. So mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he's not all bad. He's frozen right now, but he's not all bad. As long as he can hear us, I, I can tried. pull up his video and everything later, which is good. So nice. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Maybe he's just holding. Perfectly <laughs> Maybe he's tricking us right now. It's all just a trick. It's an illusion. Well, hopefully it works for him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And I do like his name on our uh, screen right now. So, uh, Matt Booth is poop on our screen. Jerry is Gerald Van Hugendong. Giovanni's just Giovanni. Mike Cigar Hustler. And I'm uh, Charles Longdong. Charles Longdong. <laughs> poop is still frozen. Okay. Am I moving now? It's a great, it's a great, it's a great frozen still though. Someone needs to screenshot that. That's going to be his new profile photo. I can do this. Unbelievable. Oh, here we go. He's coming back. Hey. Oh shit. Maybe. Maybe. Perhaps. Could be further gone. This is going to be the most fucked up episode. What about now? Commit to this, but get out of it. I what about what now? Do. I will step really <laughs> far away from my house. 
You ever open. seen a? So that there's. You remember no Zoolander? Way. He's like the files are in the computer, <laughs> and then he crashes it. <laughs> oh, what happened to all the files? <laughs> what happened to the interview? I was here. He <laughs> uh, just needs to throw like a, a toy airplane. I think because I fixed the uh, I fixed the audio, the the echo. He probably could just use a cell phone, and it would work perfectly. He's trying to fuck around on his computer right now. Is he? Yeah. We could send a snap. Or a text. Yeah. Snap. Snap. I'm trying to do this show thing. Yeah. Now? This is hilarious. Now. <laughs> this is going to be an yeah. absolute. Can you hear me now? Asked at it. I can't wait. Funny episode, though. I guarantee there's going to be some laughs over here. I'm already laughing. Oh, we didn't yeah. even get into an interview. Yeah. He probably, probably walked away from, he probably just has his computer on, and he's like. All he right. actually had to poop. That's what it was. <laughs> he would have brought us in with him. <laughs> I actually believe that. Yeah. So, Mikey, your your wife's outside with you? Yes. She's just yeah. hanging out while you're in the sauna? Yeah, this is our evening. Does she bring you, like, a drink when you get, like, thirsty? I do. She does. That's awesome, dude. She does. What's she a drink of choice when you're in the sauna suit? It's, like uh, an ice-cold water? water? Water with Mio. Oh. You like the blue Mio or the red Mio? The red Mm. Oh, I figured you'd be like fancy with the way your uh, whole supplement regimen was set up at PCA. You would get like, well, it's going to have three tablespoons of pink Himalayan salt, one drop of Mio, and a twist of lemon. No, that's that's just ridiculous. Who would do? Who would plan all that out? It's, it's absurd. <laughs> you hundred <laughs> percent. Who do you think? Just like you. you. Yeah, she's oh, wow. everything for me. Absolutely everything. Real one. Now? I, have, I have packets of Metamucil. I have a packet of creatine. Dude, I've been using the Metamucil because of you. It's good stuff. I tried it out. It's all right. Oh, it's good for you. Lowers your cholesterol levels, helps blood flow. I don't think I had high cholesterol. I think it gives me like a horrible stomach ache. I feel like sick. The Metamucil? Yeah. Hmm. Really? Yeah. That might be a diet issue. You could always lower. Yeah, I mean, it's probably purging all the garbage that you fucking have in your system. <laughs> Yeah, there's like ten days. We do drink a lot. We it's lost Boot. He is gone. <laughs> he hit the road, man. He popped on. That's it. He made his appearance. He's like, "Fuck these guys." Hey, that's where the money is, right there. The appearance alone, it, it counts yeah. for something. Yeah. 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 This is like fun. one of those cigar lives. This isn't even like a fucking episode. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, I got a video here. Let's see. <laughs> Oh, wait. Oh, oh. oh it's poo-poo pee-pee now. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Hey, he's back. Jesus right. fucking Christ, man. That's great. It's cool. Where are you located right now, Matt? It's only in Washington State. There's only a 17-minute delay on everything you guys are saying, so it's great. But we'll <laughs> yeah, I see. You know, we, we figured out that you probably could have just used your cell phone because I, I figured out the echo problem. So if you hate your computer, you probably the could fuck? just do that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one moment. You know, we did think the whole... Yeah, just, just <laughs> let him use the cell phone. We fuck did, it, and then we'll do the episode. We did say, what if he was on the West Coast? These the are going to be thing. like the outtakes where fucking <laughs> Mikey just heckles them. We did say the time thing. If we, we weren't sure if he was on the West Coast or East Coast, so we said maybe that was the issue with the time. I mean, I did write EST on there. 
for been. Eastern Standard Time. It could have been. He could have been. It, someone could have thought estimate. You know, estimate. I mean, yeah, eight thirty estimate on West Coast, East Coast, because he thought it was, he thought it was tomorrow. So, yeah, <laughs> eight eight. You know, <laughs> Pissmasters here now. Now, yeah, yeah, buddy. Oh my god. Hey. Oh my god. And there's Does no echo. Good? Are you gonna log out Poo Poo Pee or is that gonna be on there? Is Poo Poo Oh Poo Poo Pee on there? That's nice. <laughs> this is I'm so immature, I'm gonna laugh the whole time. It's okay. We've got this fucking There's no reason to have any maturity at this point. Chat. I'm looking for Yeah, I've got a computer on and I've made it thirty one years without being too mature, so I think I can do another thirty. Fuck it. Uh, I just removed poo poo pee pee. So you don't have to go out. I guess poo poo pee pee is gone. I guess I guess poo poo pee pee's gone. Yeah, poo poo pee pee has left the 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 building. The master is here. The master is here. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, I think we got this finally set. Yeah, we're good. I I think we're finally ready to to get this going. What is that? A Cuban? I only (laughs) saw Cubans. You know that. Oh, the lighter! He's got the the candle lighter. Mm-hmm. The candle yeah. lighter. Oh yeah, Cuban, Cubans in Pestania. That's correct. And he's gone again. He left. He left. <laughs> Fucking left again. <laughs> this is Mike sweating his ass off. Oh, look at this dude right now. <laughs> Fucking dying. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so here's the deal. I think we can do this now. I'm very excited. Okay. All right. Yes. Perfect. I'm in excited. The zone? I'm in. I dude. I'm in the zone. I'm in All the right. zone. All right. So we lit up your new cigar, man. Which one? This Johnny, the Johnny oh, Tobacco. Yeah. Now, what is this? A, like a only one of the finest like a fucking uh, cylindrical dead plants that you will ever shove in your face. All <laughs> right. Tell. Where did the 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 name Johnny Tobacco come from? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I like this line of questioning. I'm, I'm just asking. I, I don't know nothing about the cigar. Okay. You, you threw it at you threw a couple of them at Gio and I at the at the PCA. Like literally threw them. We caught. I wanted them. you to receive them with passion. We yeah. received them. <laughs> literally and received. Then you blew them off on their podcast. I did not blow them off. Yeah, I know, right? right now, aren't we on the cast? We're on the cast. We're casting. We're on. Yeah, we're, we're, we're casting. We're, we're, <laughs> like a motherfucker. we're down to Herfin. <laughs> Down to Herpin right now. Yeah. Mm. Dude, look how upset uh, Mikey is about it. I'm so angry. Well, look, man, as a good, as a true friend, he was looking up and he hit me up and and the rest is history in the making, as it were. Yes. Oh. See, well, and, and he showed up. Yeah, of Here course. There you yeah. go. Straight from Washington That's State. That's correct. If, if there's trouble, let me know. I'll be on my way, right? Yeah, you man. Know? There you go. Just like that. Sauna suit and all. That's what good dads do. <laughs> the the fourteenth just showed up too. I got the fourteenth in today. Good for you. I gotta smoke it. I you should. What's it taste like? What's that taste like? Brown. Brown? Yeah. Mid brown, which as you know is my specialty. Yeah. No. It's, no tissue. So more poo poo than PP. Yeah, I didn't see the fourteenth anniversary yet. More poo poo yeah, than I didn't pee-pee. even see. I, I, the last one I smoked was the stinky pinky. Yeah. Oh, that's earthy and girthy. Earthy and girthy. <laughs> Yemen. Yeah, 
I don't know if I like my pinky girthy, but <laughs> it, works. it was a good cigar, though. It was I, a good cigar. I mean, after we finished the Johnny, we got the Daruma on deck. Oh, shit. So. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. Wow, look at that, man. We really wanted you to I come know, on. man. I'm glad I'm you honored, made time, man. buddy. Got all the, the so, goods, the vittles, as it were. The vittles. The spoils. So Johnny Tobacconot, the initial concept, came from the idea that at the time I had been treading and trotting all over this great nation and, and world of ours, spreading the seeds of our brand culture through cigars. And I thought, well, it's kind of like Johnny Tobacco Seed. But then that's like old and lame and said about a million times. It was like, it was Johnny Tobacco Seed from space. And that's how Johnny Tobacco now was born. All right. So this cigar actually came out a couple of years ago, right? And the, you guys just brought it back, right? Ish. Ish. <laughs> There, this is reblended. He's he's lived several times. This is actually Jonathan P. Tobacconot. This is Johnny Tobacconot's son. Ah. Oh. Okay. Johnny Jr. As, 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 the, as the lore would have it. JPTJ. You know, R. Got to make him like the Kennedy. I got a JPTJ quick question R. for you, Matt. Tell me. Since we're talking about space <laughs> I might have and everything a like question that. for you, too. <laughs> Since we're talking about space and astronauts and all that, I gotta ask: Do you think the moon landing was fake? <laughs> no, now we're getting questions. No. <laughs> all right. I don't. I, I don't want we, it to be do fake. Little... You know, but I don't. Either. But look, I mean, I think even the the better question, and and this is tethered to current world affairs, is that now they've finally, you know, come out and and admitted to something that I mean, look. It's not like there weren't, you know, drawings scratched into the sides of, of caves thousands of years ago of things that depict, you know, uh, people visiting us or, for example, like the fact that nobody can figure out how the pyramids in Mexico got there because everybody that was there before was just like, we were just, we found these here. We didn't make these. They were here, right? So I think it's pretty rudely obvious that there's been some activity from above, right? But now that they've admitted it, one, it's like, how bad are they fucking around that they have to like smoke screen with that? That was like their ace, right? And second of all, me personally, like every concern, Michael also, obviously he's still here. Like, you know, when I came out, I told my wife, I said, look, finally we can ask how big are their dicks? (laughs) (laughs) It's what everybody wants to know. I mean, me, maybe other people, but I'm just saying like galactic hog. I mean, or are you like Ken fucking with the power of your mind? Like, what is it? Mindfuck. Which one is it? Or is it both? Dude, they started finding uh, pyramids in like Antarctica and shit pretty recently. No shit. Like in, in the ice and shit. Yeah. 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 They found that on uh, predator versus aliens. They found that already. Yeah. Yeah. Fucked up. Crazy is that shit, like man. crazy? Is that like the foreshadowing that's always provided to us by the Simpsons, except through Predator? Dude, they uh, they yeah. get everything, don't they? Well, I, I mean, mean, they nail it. That was gonna be my, that was gonna be my question here. You know, since now the aliens do exist, do we get you know Johnny versus aliens? Well, it's or always been right there? Johnny Tobacco versus Chief Cooler. You see what I'm saying? Okay. They don't see what you're saying. Huh? They don't know about that? 
Do they know about that? I don't know what the hell that is. No. The oh, chief? these are like youngins. They don't even know about like before. This is, these are my children. Oh, shit. This, no these idea. are your cigar spawn. Yes. Are you yes. feeding them like a vitamin and protein supplement regimen? I do, but I don't want to over inundate them. So I you know, it. it's it's uh, it's in fragments. Did you get them on know? the fiber? For the love of God, that orange can. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to go get it. Hold on. <laughs> we were just talking about Metamucil. Oh, it's like I'm just I'm just trying to save the colons of the cigar industry. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You save them, and I'll penetrate them. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Pause. I knew we were in for a bunch of laughs today. I knew it. Oh, man. This Excited is... for that. Started off right away with a conspiracy question. It's the way to do it. There it <laughs> this is. This episode is sponsored by Metamucil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the big one. Bro. You take the Metamucil, too, mm-hmm. huh, Matt? I just started taking it, man. It's Our, kind of fucks on my stomach. Our boy bit. turned me on to this. I'm so grateful. I can't even tell you, you know, what this has done for me. This is my. <laughs> All because of you. You want to know? You want to know how I know you made it? Because you're 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 actually using the name brand Metamucil. Yeah, yeah. No, I and look, man, I tried. I tried some of that off-brand shit from from Costco, and it did not. It does not. No, no, no. Proving it only gives you one benefit. Yeah. Ain't nothing like not the same. Ain't nothing like the real thing. Mm. I may have to go back to the regular brand. You have to. Bro. What? What are you doing? Why are you on? You on the fake shit right now, Kirkland Mikey? Maybe yeah. I'm all about the Costco life. Yeah, my right. wife is too. We don't have one here, but great value. We do like Whole Foods and shit. She was a Costco kid in Long Island. She came here to Buffalo. We don't have that shit here. I mean, you don't have anything there. Let's it's be too honest. rich for our blood. It's a frozen fucking tundra of nothingness. <laughs> you came here in like August last summer. It was like one of the nice days. It's frozen tundra. Like what's going on here? There's not, there's we, we have there. the Buffalo Bills and chicken wings, and that's it. And according to Mikey, we don't even have chicken wings. They were a disappointment. You know, it's, it's been too built up. You know, anywhere that Probably. claims that the wings were named after, you know, it's like this whole, it's, I, I don't know that you could go there and be satisfied, you know? I just think it's too built up, bro. Yeah. You can't, you can't talk that kind of shit, and then have people come in <laughs> and think that they're going to have like the most intergalactic chicken wing experience of all time. It just doesn't work like that. Set expectations too. Set them low. Yeah, like they're the cigar right. business. Low expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Jewelry game. All for low expectations. All of it. All of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't want to be disappointed. I get that. You don't want to be let down. I mean, I might be able to make this exactly how you want it. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. It's possible. Yeah. It might fit. And, if, when, and six to eight weeks, I mean 12 to 16. Yeah. Right? You know, it's a little, a little longer. If that. So when you're going to make uh, Mikey a giant, like, blinged out super peach. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. That well, would be sweet. Had, I'm ready. We've actually had conversations about an earring, but we, you know, <laughs> there are 75,000 other things that we've been talking about that I need to address as well. I will do whatever you want, hunt. bro. So I need to handle that too. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I will do whatever no! I want. Gross. 
<laughs> so um, he's uh, Matt is a great friend. He's always a bug in my ear, and, and he definitely helps me uh, as far as my perspective, which is super important. And you know, also bigger picture. And uh, you oh, know, man. I don't have many many friends that 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 speak to me about all that. So um, you know, I'm very grateful for his friendship for one, and Same. for two, uh, I am behind. I am behind on some of my my things, and I'm well aware of that, sir. I'm well aware of that. Hey, as we all are, bro. As we all are, we all try to carry. You know, we are the Clydesdales uh, of many things, right? But you know, you can only fit so much on our back at once. It's just uh, yes. the physiology. Of the, but we will pre- we situation. will press hard for this very soon. I mean, that's very a pretty big back, so I think he can manage a lot. I do have a pretty big. Well, I don't know what my max is. I know what I work out with. It's the difference. Yeah, fair enough. Mikey, I'm coming, bro. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make the the third biggest in the cigar hustler group. I'm gonna make that proud. That's not okay. That's sure. I'll take third biggest. You and Gio are like you know roided out gorillas, but uh, you know I'll take third. I'll take third. Well, I didn't make PCA this I'll year because I didn't hit the 250 weight limit, but I think I'm going to really start hitting the juice and the sauce. I think there's the 5'7 height limit, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, if I am if I get wide enough, maybe that's an exception. But I'm going to get on the sauce, get on the juice, a real concoction, gain about 75 pounds so I can make it in March. I heard that you just punked out, bro. Oh. Oh. Fuck. Well. That's, that's what I yeah. heard. You know what? Yeah, maybe. I would have lost too much. I would have lost too much money gambling. That's the problem. Well, we didn't have time to gamble. But I'm a degenerate. I would have found a way. I mean, he'd be on the phone all the time. The experiences that these two had at PCA. Oh my! How were they? Did you, I mean, right? I mean, you we had a bodyguard, Matt, taking a piss at one point. Yeah, I greatly Impressive. appreciate that. <laughs> like, hey, you two. Guard the door. I got to take a piss. <laughs> I mean, when you, look, man, <laughs> it happens. Like, what the fuck? Urination is is a, a frequency of its own at, in that environment, right? Like there are days that go by when I'm leaving the trade show floor and I realize I have yet to urinate today because there simply wasn't time. But then you're trying to balance hydration. Mike, as you know, it's, you know, good, clean liquids going in, you know. Yes. Very important. Liquids come out. At a certain point, you can't, out, yes. you can't take it anymore. I think I think that we need to start installing bathrooms in our uh, booths. Some form of catheter, maybe. Oh, shit. Next year, <laughs> I'll have a catheter. The catheter. And I'll have yeah, people uh, empty I, the bag, and I'll tell them they can have a discount if they empty the bag. Uh, <laughs> yes. The fucked yes. up part is, how many retailers do you think would All? do it? <laughs> Some for no discount. Just because he's, uh, yeah. Some ha- happily will do that. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. I mean, you were the busy man at PCA. I don't think there was more than like two minutes you got away from getting uh, swarmed. It was actually crazy, man. I mean, I, I I welcomed it, but I mean, it was you know I've been doing this. I mean, fourteen, fifteen years at this point, and and uh, you know this was. I think it's safe to say this was probably my busiest show, like energy wise. It, it was really nuts, man, and I was I was grateful for it. How'd you feel about? I the mean, gala? look at that booth you were at, man. I mean that 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 whole booth was bumping, man. Alec Bradley, uh, you know, just forged and I mean, they're all there for me. Guys, there, obviously. Sure, <laughs> sure. Your corner was definitely busy. <clears throat> How did you feel about the gala? Because you were a sponsor, you were representing. Oh yeah, I was at the I was at the, was at the gala. It was a very fine affair. 
I, I actually, w- I mean, what's up? I was gonna say, how'd you feel about the turnout? The whole, I mean, you know, I, I you know who Guy is, right? He was there as well. Yes, I, he was there. Know, I, Rumor has get, it. Did you get to meet? Him? He got to meet <laughs> me. It was very nice. Yeah, you know, yes. mm-hmm. it was very nice. Yeah. But what do you think? Uh, well, honestly, what do you think? Well, you know, man. At the end, I ended up going out into the, you know, in into the the whatever the the hall, right. And just passing cigars out to people even after they cut the line off. I mean, the line was like, there were people telling me that they waited an hour, hour and a half. And I was like, fucking why? Why would you do that? You know? Oh. Yeah. I think you threw a cigar at me that night, too. I wouldn't doubt it. I received it. You received it. So it could definitely be done better. I received it. I mean, I don't know how you manage that much flow to that few. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how you... You, I mean, if you want to have it be the lineup type thing, and I mean, I guess for optics, you know, if they wanted to to make it look like, uh, you know, it was crazy, they definitely constipated the line, you know, for that purpose. You can split it into three stations, two at every one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Two, two, mm-hmm. two. Yeah, yeah. And then at that point, you can determine if you want to go to the other ones or how much time you have or whatever the case may be. I mean, be. they could decide if they wanted to go see the other people after they saw me. Right, basically. So then, there should yes. be like a thing at the beginning of the of the line. Who is there? Right, right. Matt Booth and Matt and, Booth. You know who? Are, you know others. Yeah. Other cigarophiles. Yeah. The the lighter distributor. Yeah, who is it? Paleo. Yeah. My wife says if Chick Fil A handled it, there would be no issue. Is, Wouldn't it have oh, been no dope doubt. if Chick Fil A was there? Would have got a snack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. So Some funny story. So Jerry never had Popeye's chicken mm. and they had like a Popeye's chicken in the Venetian food court. I was like, yo, mm. we're getting this right now. I'm fucking starving. <laughs> Jerry said it. Popeye's chicken was fucking awesome. It ain't bad. Dude, Popeye's chicken was fucking awesome. Did it slap or did it clap? Oh, uh, it was clapping cheeks, dude. No clapping doubt. Cheeks. Definitely clapping cheeks. <laughs> it was clapping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Metamucil. And death buckets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So you just well, dropped the anniversary. Yes. What else you got coming this out? This is what I really... There's doing? so many things that I appreciate and respect about you simultaneously, but the, the ability to keep me on track and and keep the Thank conversation you. going. You're good at this. It's like you do this. You've done this before. It's, you know. I should I should do a podcast. I mean... You should, Mike. It'd be awesome. I'm you should do dying. a podcast, Mike. I'm dying. It is... Uh, this is atrocious. I've, it know. would be number one on Podbean, by the way. I think probably I think it would be. Podbean. You know what's also number one is my heart rate currently. It is definitely number one hmm. on this whole entire booth. Understood. It feels like it's about one eighty. Dude, you've been in there for at least twenty six minutes. That's a long to, time. Trying to do forty five minutes. Oh well, you got fifteen yeah. minutes, man. Yeah, just suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah, Have some little water. Get a little uh, Pellegrino. Says five dudes not in a hot box. I'm just saying, Joe Rogan would do it while interviewing like RFK, while snorting oh, growth you. hormone off my dick. Thank you very much. Look at this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Uh, that's well, not an Joe's invitation. Got, Joe's Actually, got, it is. Yep. If Joe's <laughs> got any uh, human growth hormone. Send it my way. That's I, just way too expensive. So, I missed out on puberty somehow. So, Matt, Tell me. the the fourteenth, it just came out, right? Yeah. And uh, Mike is one of to retail. Mike is one of the first people to get it. Which is nice. Yeah, I didn't even see any like announcements about it. Usually, I hear a little more about it. Email that was before drops tomorrow. That, that was, was before what? Like 
Okay. <laughs> it's in okay. the rear view, bro. It's in the past. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. You can't right. go back. If you don't know, now you know. Okay. So you Mikey's know, got him. We'll you know what is funny, that. though? Matt, um, I don't understand why uh, brands don't really do press releases announcing that they have shipped. Mm. Like that doesn't that doesn't happen a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, you introduce the brand, uh, you get consumers and retailers excited about it, and then you know you announce the date that it's shipping. But then you can actually announce that it's shipping, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Kind of another. Pff. So, why not do that? We're gonna do it when it's write that down to everybody. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Mikey, you got a you. Ju- you guys just uh, announced the the release of your cigar. It's a Credo, right? You're finally putting out the Connecticut. Yes, that's what this I'm is. I'm earning it every step of the way. Dealing with that's I, what, yeah, I have. That's what Matt's That's saying. what I'm smoking. The Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Well, this is like Inception, bro. right here. Yeah, <laughs> Pustany. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am one of the first people on Earth to have his Connecticut. He is. It's true. Mm-hmm. Teleported there. Dude, I actually looked it up, Mikey. Uh, it's only four hours and 40 minutes away. So let's go, man. What are we no, doing? I was thinking you come to Buffalo, bud. No, no. <laughs> it doesn't work that we way. We got to give you the real experience. When are you going, when are you, uh, going to Detroit? August 19th. Oh, very nice. Very yeah. nice, man. Yeah. Why, you think they're jumping on a plane? Going across no. 8 Mile Road. Think about using that. Oh, he's going to be on Nine Mile. I'm. We're going to. I'm going to be. Well, we got a. We got a link because I'm going to be in Florida for a little bit. Actually, at that time. Oh. So I'll be there when you're there. How are But then when you come back, I'll be there. Interesting. <laughs> another link up. Another link up. Right, you guys. You already put out that once uh, the Ezekiel together, right? Dude, if if mm. uh, you know you got the time, I, if Mikey starts a podcast, maybe you could go join. I would on, like to maybe I could visit as a guest, and we could have In some person. delightful First volley of conversation. We've threatened about him building a podcast. Yeah, That's what's that? We've threat- We've had it, that. It would be. It would be. I would like it, but I can't. I I would have to practice directing the way that you do right because i'm usually on the responding end of everything which i i yeah. do I, you know i don't want to you know but i feel like <laughs> i do okay and, and then but like the whole direction of the thing is i always allow it to be guided you know yes. i'm a reactionary force true yes you are indeed yeah. you are so there's that um and he also we also made the who shot you together that was that's the correct first one. yeah yeah yes so the next one that comes out would probably be a sequel to the Who Shot You. It might be. Just saying. It could be. But you punk. If something like that were to happen, it would probably be a sequel to that. You know, it would it would be called. That's a good name Who for it. Who Shot too. Johnny Tobacconaut Junior. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, hear me out. Like you did Who Shot You, which is you know the biggie. You got to do Hit Him Up now for Tupac. That's very possible too. That's very possible too. Yeah. But you know, I'm definitely more of a Biggie fan. I was a, a, more of a Pac guy when I was younger, but uh, Biggie's a better lyricist. So I grew up. That's yeah. what happened. You know, man. I mean, I'm sure he would love. I respect the skills of both gentlemen, but I was never really into either one of them. I was into Tupac from Digital Underground, and I was in like when he had his first like debut single, Trapped. I was like, oh shit! I, I was really feeling Trapped. 
And then it kind of got like celebritized and he was wearing like a leather vest. And I mean, there's no, there's no contest that, that, you know, he's an amazing lyricist and it was like obvious why his music will stand the test of time. Both of them, both of their music will stand the test of time. I don't, I don't know. I just wasn't like fully in. I get it. Yeah. I can I respect know. that. I, yeah. So where are you going to well, be Q4, bro? Where are you going? We got to know. What are you doing? What's going on? How are things at STG? Like, I want to hear it. Let's go. See, this yeah, is man, what he I does. a million questions. You guys are I, lucky. I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask you about STG. You guys are lucky he's on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Well, we are because you know I, you wouldn't be on here. Yeah, you wouldn't be on here if you didn't come on. <laughs> I got to get a phone charger. Hold on. A second. See, we started asking an actual question. He leaves. <laughs> I like the, I like the off the walls of how this is going. I, I like it. I just like let people us. go. That's the good part. Yeah. He can still converse because he has his headphones on. Yeah. Let me see if this works here. Does this work? Can I plug in? Oh my god! Look at this. Look at that. Yeah, plug it in, baby. Does it work? Oh shit! Yes. Get it in, in the, the hole. Can I do this this way, or the is this not good for you? This okay? Your or do I need to turn? Uh, I mean, your side oh, right? See, <laughs> I'm gonna leave it however it looks. That's all I'm putting it. I think it's gonna be funny. <laughs> I, I think it would be fitting. Okay, we're gonna try that. All right, well, I am. Moving. So you, I must go. You're at STG now, man. What's what's it like to have that giant playground? It froze again. Oh, everybody froze. That giant what? Oh. Yeah, the, the gi- giant have playground. A giant are we talking about the yes. alien, no. aliens again? Giant playground. Yeah, I don't know why the hell it froze like that, but yeah, what's it Built like to have that, that big playground? It's now? cool, man. You know, it, it's super cool. You went from you know, you know, now you you have access to so much more product and so many more you know things in the industry. I mean, it's, it's empowering to say the least, of, right? But it's a it's a delicate yeah. balance of being empowered without being overpowered, and I think that's a testament to, you know. Uh, what I would call a shared vision between myself and, and their executives to put this brand, you know, to, to build this brand responsibly with the potency and the, the power of their machine. But like I said, without overpowering it. It was exciting, yeah. man. The brands, you know, so, go to the next level and beyond. So how do, do does your creative juices get even more of a mind expansion now that you can almost do basically whatever you want times three it's like i have you remember the super soaker with the backpack that's full of my juices now it's like i have that yeah be careful you don't want to get your juices all over everyone i mean i've been i think that's exactly no it's exactly what i do want actually and and uh you know um and that's what's happening you know in all fairness god i gotta i gotta get this all right i am leaving i expect you guys to carry this torch all right, we're all. all right, Mikey. Matthew, thank you. For- Thanks for having me, Mike. Literally. I see you. All right. Bye. It's, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird now, like we're on Mike's show and he's gone. So, I mean, do you guys still want to talk? Or- <laughs> Mike, no. <laughs> this is our still show. Chat or- Mike was a cat. <laughs> I mean, I'm down to hang out. You know, I, I don't want to just cut like that, you know. Um, no? <laughs> Yeah, okay. I hey, got, I'm with it. I gotta say, well, you Matt, guys are watching sideways some past the fuck. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I like this. 
So, yeah, that's perfect. So I got to say, Matt, I've watched a couple of your interviews, and I got to say, you are the most entertaining person, I think, in the cigar industry. Thanks, bro. And I love, I love the way that you describe all your posts, all your cigars. You have just a vocabulary that is uh, very entertaining to someone who is immature like me, and I dig it. We're maturely immature. And, you know, I would, I would like to say that, like, this whole thing has always been about creating this this rendition, my own personal rendition of this thing that I love, right? In my own way. And also representing it that way so that it's unique to myself and my output in all facets, right? And the way that I communicate uh, that to the folks out there in Cigarlandia, you know, I try to keep it, uh, you know, as they say, I try to keep it real, bro. It's all I can do. For real. You have to keep it real. I try, man. So, I do want to just ask, I don't really know a lot about the blend mm-hmm. on this Johnny Tobacco. Can you tell me about the blend? Just, a, just the tobaccos so, used in the cigar. So this, okay. <laughs> so this is a phenomenally erotic composition of, of fine tobaccos. All right. Manufactured with our dear friend, AJ Fernandez and Esteli. Okay. Wrappers from Ecuador, Connecticut. You have binder from Mexico and you have fillers from three different regions of Nicaragua, all from AJ's farms. All C98 variants from Esteli, Jalapa, and Condega. It's highly sexual. It gives fire and spice where necessary balance and sophistication. It's probably, with no, with no uh, bullshittery afoot, probably one of, if not my favorite blend that we've ever made. No bullshit. I mean, it's a very, very, like, smooth smoke. Like, I guess that's the best way I could do it. Like, You're I could smoke, like, smoke. three of these and... Hey, you know, that's what the ladies tell them sometimes. Mm. Some, only a few. A couple guys yeah, say yeah, it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple of guys say I don't it too. The dude. <laughs> 2023, bro. Yeah. Don't you shame me. So, yeah. I got to say, uh, con- constructed beautifully, by the way, too, because the stack of dimes you get on this thing, you could probably just hold it all the way to the nub. It's it's fantastically constructed. Well, look, bro, it's got to perform. And the construction's part of the cigar's performance. You know, it's all going to be right. You know, I wish I could perform that well. You and me both, bro. Well, but soon. <laughs> but soon because of the meta muse. You got to get one of those honey pills from the gas station. I heard those are good for performance. Bro, I'm going to make a pendant. It's a tribute to this can that I can open up and I can put a dose of metamucil in it. That's wear it around my neck and just tap. Like the tap it in my energy like life alert. Yeah. Like uh Billy Bob Thornton when he had the blood pendant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now how long have you guys been doing this the thing you're doing here, this show? Uh just over a year. Oh, just over a year now? A year and a half. And yeah. you guys have been yeah, in the cigar. Like how long you been in the cigars? Like how long you been so- We've been smoking cigars for... I started actually because of the pandemic. Okay. I had nothing to do. I was stuck at my fucking house. I was like, I'm going to have a fucking cigar. It's beautiful outside right now. It was like the middle of the summer. I'm like, there's nothing to do. So I, I ran over to my local you know, brick and mortar. I picked up a cigar. I didn't know what the hell I was smoking. I can't even really remember what it was. But I started to enjoy Nobody it. Nobody remembers it. Suddenly I found myself... Yeah, I, I remember the, the cigar. I just... 
like I remember smoking it in the backyard. I just don't remember what the cigar was. But all of a sudden, I start going down this fucking rabbit hole. I'm trying to chase like these great cigars. Like, oh yeah, what cigar aficionado think about this? You know, I start chasing these, you know, their top cigars and shit like that. And I go down this crazy rabbit hole. And we always talk about on the show just cigar culture and, you know, how much information there is about all the products and, the you know, the personalities. I mean, you get kind of addicted to the culture. And, you yeah, know, man. next thing you know, you're drunk in a garage starting a podcast with your buddies about cigars yeah, and whiskey. So the culture is really that's, what's that's about the deal for me, man. You know, um, it's uh, the most infectious part to me is the community and the culture. So speaking of community and culture, what got you into cigars? Like, uh, was it some family, some friends, a job? Like what got you I mean, in? initially, I mean, initially my first introduction to cigars was through my uncle, my uncle Lee. And when I was younger, um, uh, I started smoking very differently. My habits changed from being a very casual smoker to far more plugged in and consistent when I was exploring uh, the opportunity of adding a premium cigar to our, our branded collection. And when I knew it was going to become part of our business and our brand, you know, um, I had to understand more about them than just, uh, you know, uh, you know, the level that I did as a, as a casual enthusiast. Um, but, uh, you know, with him, my first cigar was around 16, you know, or 18, if we got to say that. I don't know if we have to say that. In the future, we'll probably have <laughs> no, to say that. Or whatever. Yeah, you know, probably. I mean, hell, the way the government's going, you know, the generation ain't going to, next generation ain't going to be able to smoke. Yeah, man. Friggin' these tobacco bands are nuts. I mean, they'll be able to smoke PCP. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and marijuana Shrooms, and crack right. and do well, heroin. Fuck the cigars, bro. Well, you yeah. know why? Because they yeah, can't tax sure. the cigars the way they tax other shit and the way they plan to tax even more shit, right? They make no money off so, Wait, neither do we. It, it's funny you br- it's funny you bring that up because you know Gio and I are actually lo- uh, you know local police officers here in mm-hmm. Buffalo, so we we see this transition where you see all these drug dealers on the street and you know they're doing all this shit illegally, and then you know all of a sudden weed and everything's becoming like decriminalized, and the penalties for hard drugs are like I mean non-existent pretty much. So. It's funny when you talk to these drug dealers and you're like, hey, man, I hope you're ready to do a 1099. You're going to have to start paying taxes on this shit you sell. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, I'm telling you, dude, you can get away from us, but you're not getting away from the IRS. Fucking right. Wait, you guys are in Buffalo. Do you know Westside Gun? He's like a local dude, right? Changing the game. I like him, man. Changing the game. I like him. He's cool. Kind of, we're kind of indifferent to mm. Westside Gun yeah. and Benny the Butcher, the Black Soprano, it, it, the Black Soprano family. We're, we're, we're kind of guys. indifferent to them because we we have to deal with them in a different way. Forget I asked. You know, we don't just sorry. No, yeah, no, it's, it's we don't get to enjoy the music. You know. Yeah, I get yeah, it. It's complicated. I get it. I get it, man. Yeah. I get it. You know. You know. This is. But here's the thing, bro. This is. You know. I tell many people. You know. Uh, like I'll give a shout out to my boy, my boy, Brandon from apostate, right? Like he's a, a, a younger cat in the game. His brand's younger. He's out there grinding. He's making it happen. You know, I respect his hustle and I've known him for a couple of years. And, you know, he told me he was going to launch his own brand. And I said, fucking don't bro. What are you doing? Like, why would you do that fucking to yourself? Don't. You know, because you love this thing. And if you do something that you love, to make a living, you try to monetize something you're very passionate about, 
you have to deal with it from a different perspective. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about. Like you guys, you guys dig rap music, you know, cause you were talking about Biggie and Tupac earlier, but you have to deal with that specific artist maybe in a different light. And it kind of changes the ability to appreciate his creative output. Right. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So if you yeah, guys weren't in the position you were in and had no, <clears throat> you know, a, a deeper level of connectivity there, that wouldn't be interfering with your ability to enjoy his music. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, it's just one of those things like, yeah, you want to see like local musicians in Buffalo make it and, you know, have that national spotlight, mm-hmm. but like on a day-to-day level, yeah, just tell them to chill. The, you know, <laughs> right? drive by, like, bro, fucking chill. Give him some cigars. Just say fucking you know, chill, man. Yeah, you guys should have gave him a cigar. Let him mellow out. Just yeah, chill, fucking bro. chill. Blaze Mr. Gun. Yeah, Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> Gun. You know. Oh man. <laughs> Interesting character, though. He's, he had the he has a similar story with like fifty. He got shot in the face. Oh damn. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Jesus. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. It's why, like, it's like uh, he's got the crooked the, jaw. The, the jaw's all like disaligned. He, uh, he actually got pretty famous here in Buffalo for using, like, local crackheads as his uh, album covers. Mm. Okay. So he likes yeah. to highlight our homeless community. Gotcha. So Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, if you pay them, they do shout-outs. Nice. <laughs> you know, so I don't know if you... Go <laughs> So a crackhead uh, that we are familiar with did give Mikey a very special birthday shout-out. Nice. Yes. We we had to tell him a story about him, and then we ran into him and made sure he wished Mikey a very very happy birthday. I could only dream. Great I shirt could only too. Dream of such things. Room one hundred and one shirt on. Shout out! Oh no no no! He had a better mm. shirt. The so, shirt was way better. Uh, I'm telling so, you, not that room one hundred and one shirts. Are I get good, it. But. I get it. Things so, are better. I understand. So you here's the shirt. He you would wearing. appreciate it. So his shirt said, "I'm not gay, but twenty bucks is twenty bucks." A staple garment. <laughs> Oh, oh, we lost no. him. Uh, I'm sure he'll be back in a second. Oh, yeah. But, oh, what a character. This is actually hilarious. Oh, my <laughs> God. I My cheeks hurt from laughing so much. Dude, this, this is fire from an interview. Going to be one of our funniest episodes. <laughs> and you know what's fucked up, though? This will probably be one of our most appreciated episodes because it's just banter. Hang in there, guys, because if you thought the Jizzy Egg episode of The After Her was funny, this is up, this is up there with it. Well. Yeah. <laughs> just jizzy egg man yeah dude uh, how do you Jer- jerry's sweating right now this is gonna be like he's just thinking oh god here's another 40 minutes of editing <laughs> Nah, i don't care about that i'll make it work all right so i know uh we don't have math on mad on right now but uh how do you feel about this japanese whiskey man kikori i'm gonna be completely honest with you i took one sip of that i thought it was absolute dog shit what i hated it i threw it in the yard and I immediately poured something that I do like. Geo, we don't care what Jerry so, says. I've been actually sipping on it. It's grown on me. At first, it was really overpoweringly floral, but it actually blends really well with the cigar. Bro, I'm on like my third pour. What are you? T- Jesus Christ! This I, thing no, is fantastic. I, <laughs> Caleb's like, yeah, this shit's awesome, dude. I mean, it's it's lower proof. This is 82 proof. It's a Japanese rice wine whiskey, but dude, this is it's good. It's easy. It's floral. It's uh, melony, like melons. We all love a good set of melons, right? <laughs> Dude, this is Bruh. great hint. Uh, floral notes, melon notes. 
this is a nice, easy sipper. It's very far from what we're used to here and have done lately. If Matt does come back on, what do you think his next name will be? <laughs> we're on the poo and peep kind of thing, so uh, maybe something along like wieners Metamu- and butts. Metamucil man. <laughs> Metamucil man. Do we got to send the link again? No, I think he's got there. the link. He'll, yeah. he'll be he has it. Okay. He has it like 20 times. So. Yeah. <laughs> Just send it 20 more times. Well, while we're waiting for Matt, maybe we should touch on some notes we've been getting from the Johnny Tobacconaut. Yeah. What are, you, uh, what are you guys getting? Dude, this thing's very smooth. Uh, the burn on this thing's impeccable. So uh, really, really good. And just to touch on, uh, you know, Caleb's. Oh, okay. What do we got now? Oh, he's back. Rolex <laughs> Luther. <laughs> you know what's fucked up is I was outside and my phone overheated. So I had to put it in the freezer. Oh, I had to put my phone in the freezer. Fucking unbelievable. Is it, is it hot over there in Washington right now? We are in the a little dog, bit. We are in the dog days of summer. I swear to God, the amount of times he's been saying dog days of summer. But has he been saying that a lot? Is that like a catchphrase? That's like his thing. Yeah, it's the dog it. days of summer. We got um we got you we know, got five more days until it's over. I you know, I've always liked to leverage the term salad days in conversation okay all right so i do have to say if you can fit that in explain you got to explain that for us i had never heard that the salad days bro it's an old school saying the salad days refer to like the beginning stages of something like the salad days of the room 101 brand were in the early 2000s right okay and this is you know a reference to like you go out to dinner you treat yourself you have a salad first it's like the beginning the salad days all right i think it's funny <laughs> all right i'm not a salad eater but can is there like something for if you prefer soup you can have some soup too bro all right, yeah I'm a, I'm a soup guy you know give me Blo- some, bloom and onion yeah give me some french onion soup some uh you know what's it called? no soup for you gnocchi yeah oh gnocchi i like yeah, that. I love- that's very nice it's delightful yeah <laughs> we're at the same same wavelength He's, he's definitely a pop yeah. guy. So you started smoking during COVID. You two other reprobates started around the same time, or how did this work out? So Jerry was actually smoking for a while, and of course, naturally, while like he's my partner at work, so riding with this guy mm-hmm. 40 hours a week, I was like, yeah, I'll smoke a cigar. And at a local shop, you know, we decided to pick up cigars, and I grabbed a random one that looked cool, and it was a... Uh, now leave me the hell alone by Saka. So that was my first cigar, mm. and it was just peer pressured in by like five of my coworkers smoking. And then here, there's a bad habit that I picked up from my job. But and then there are far worse habits to pick up, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, hey, at least it's not crack. That's true. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's true. There we crack. go. Well, that's cool. So you guys are new inductees, newer inductees into the world yeah. of. The flaming plant rod. <laughs> it's very nice. I always like, you know, I think I like make it, that man. A t-shirt. I, hmm? I should. Yeah, because that's actually hilarious. Flaming plant rod. <laughs> flaming plant rod. I'd buy it. My man. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, see, you, you there got we one go. customer. We, we sell merchandise. We, you know, we could we could probably arrange for something like this. Oh yeah, what, you know, we, we got to get you talking about that merchandise. So you got the shirts, you got the jewelry, and you also got the gin. Yeah, man. and you got the gin too. That's correct. 
That's correct. Anything That's correct. anything else in the works besides the gin, like a vodka, a whiskey, you know, or more? Gin? Not not for now, man. Not for now. You know, I'm trying to what I'm trying to do is build the brand in that in that category. Um, and and I feel like gin is the most on point for our brand. Um, one of the reasons I elected to to when we entered into the spirit world, so to speak, that we we elected to do so in the form of a gin. Do you like and, to uh, do you like to pair uh, cigars with gin? Is that like your, I like your to, choice? I like to pair cigars with our gin, and that was one of the reasons I decided to make gin was because I know that you can drastically affect uh, the end result, uh, your product, with alterations to the proof and and the botanic mixture. Uh, and you know, our gin has a lot of fire and citrus in it, and very little juniper. So it's driven by a lot of fire and and uh, and burn, which I think the seeker of the brown liquid uh, for the pairing purpose is also looking for uh, fire, amongst other things like smoke and peat, whatnot. But um, it's very complementary to a smoking experience, I must say so myself. Oh yeah, with a gin you can get, like you said, a ton of citrus and you get a ton of botanicals, mm-hmm. a lot of floral mm-hmm. uh, accents with gin. Which is kind of weird because mm-hmm. we got like a, we got like a Japanese rice wine whiskey right here, and this is a, it's very floral, very melony, and you know I think it pairs very well with your cigar that we're smoking right now too. Well, thanks, bro. Great pairing. You think that the spirit industry is uh, a little more tricky to get into than the cigar industry? Of course. Yeah, I of feel course. Like so- cigar business was like fucking training wheels for that industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a lot of uh, there's way too many big money like you got stg is like fucking the big dog there and then you got like anheuser-busch and miller cores and jack daniels like yeah. shut that shit down i mean it, it it dwarfs it dwarfs anything that's going on in the premium tobacco space by a long shot yeah you know billion dollar company very challenging so uh getting started with your brand uh how did you, how did you get started i know you're self-funded so how did you get started, make all those connections? And what was that like being, uh, take us back like, you know, 14, 15 years ago? How, how, what was that experience like for you? Bro, it was 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Okay. Even longer. I, I formed the Room 101 brand in 03. And I had been working uh, at a jewelry production facility in downtown LA uh, since I got out of the Marines in 2000, uh, learning basic bench skills and, and wax carving and whatnot. And the idea was really to build a brand that was very reminiscent of the nomenclature of Dunhill, but like the Alfred Dunhill of like 1950, 1960, um, fully comprehensive lifestyle. And the first category I went into was jewelry, specifically silver, although we can make many different things, of course, and we do have and do. Um, The vision was to include uh, someday, uh, although I had no concept how I was going to do it, a premium cigar and also a, a craft spirit. Well, I'd say you, you knocked all those out on the uh, checklist there. Well, let's not get carried away with knocked out, but we're doing it, you know. Um, we're getting somewhere, you know. One of our little legs of our tripod is now in its forever home, <laughs> you know. Soon enough, the others will be too, you know, fingers crossed. So we'll see, you know. Uh, in terms of, like, connection and whatnot, I had none. I had none in any industry I ever uh, sauntered into. Um, you, 
face on your podcast. Can I can I call this a podcast? Is this a podcast? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On your podcast, the three of you face yeah. the most stubborn individual that you have ever encountered in your life. I would guarantee it. Maybe Mike could match my level of stubbornness, but he's younger. A little more testosterone. Minus waning. I need to get the little, you know? But, <laughs> you know, I ran my face into the brick wall until the wall gave away, you know? And that's how I've gotten the whole way through this. Learned pretty much every lesson the hard way. I always tell people I should have been a fireman. Fair enough. I mean, hey, attrition sometimes is the best teacher. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I learned all these industries, you know, from, from the concrete and uh, similar to the idea of going to work in a restaurant and being a dishwasher before you're anything else, you know? Um, uh, so definitely, I wouldn't say it was easy, you know, we're still earning it, but I think that's the whole point. I'd rather, I'd rather earn it. Well, I mean, well, you gained quite the following. I mean, you have the whole shadow army. So what's that like having this big shadow army behind you that, follows your uh, back and key, you know, they're, they're right there with you. It's, it's actually kind of interesting. You know, the, the proposition for the shadow army came from a dear friend of mine named shadow one. You may have heard of him, uh, locally known and globally respected. And, uh, you know, um, it was proposed that we have a place for our most devout, uh, brand followers and devotees to gather. Right. And I was somewhat intrigued to see, you know, would, would people be receptive to something like that? Like, would they join, you know, such a ridiculous uh, organization? And it uh, turns out they would. So it's been pretty interesting. You know, it's definitely, you know, it's it's cross categories. So it's a, a brand club, you know, people that are supporters of our brand as a whole uh, from either one thing that they enjoy or all, uh, you know, and it's uh, I'm, I'm honored. Man. I'm grateful. I never in a million years thought, you know? So first thing I, w- I just want to say, uh, thanks for your service in the military. Uh, obviously, you thanks, know, man. serving on a local level, you know, we can definitely understand what that's like. And obviously there's so many challenges that come with that. But uh, you didn't make it a lifelong thing. Some people do. Some people Correct. choose to, to yeah, make yeah. that their entire career. Um, when you got out of the military, did you work regular jobs before you got into this, uh, like the room one one industry or, uh, well that you started it or did you, uh, did you work some, you know, starter jobs? I would say, you know, when you got up, I don't know if anything I've done for a long time would be considered regular sure. in any way, shape or form, but I, I did have one job. I, I mean, I, I had, I had several jobs after I got out, I, I went back to Hollywood and I was going to pursue a career in music and you know, I, I bounced around Hollywood for a bit. I worked at some of the clubs there. Uh, I interned at a couple record labels. Um, you know, the I guess the the job I landed in when I got out was executive protection. I worked for uh, a firm called Gavin De Becker, um, which uh, was in somewhat of the salad days of building their organization at the time, and made a habit of hiring uh, former uh, Marines, specifically infantry Marines, just because. And I worked harder and put up with a lot and didn't really complain, right? And so it was a lot of long hours. And, um, you know, it was really that, 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 and that was my last job working for anyone else, you know, uh, other than myself. Uh, 
and it was it was interesting every step of the way from you know uh, service in the Marines to that that job and and beyond. You know, if you're if you're paying attention and you're absorbing from your environment around you, I think that there are lessons everywhere uh, every day. You know, if you choose to uh, accept them, right? You know, and I I was absorbing a lot of lessons that later I would implement um, in my work uh, to in brand building and beyond, you know, um, just being around people of, of a different echelon in society and success and observing firsthand their habits and seeing how very, very hard that they work harder than anyone I had ever seen work in my life, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, I think that that instilled in me the idea that, you know, your uh, output is what will ultimately generate your input. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. You get what you put in is basically mm-hmm. what you were saying. You get what you put in. But I also couldn't imagine working that hard for somebody else. Sure. That's something that never computed <clears throat> for me. Like I know, and I and I know people that have become very, very successful and they've built, um, you know, divisions of companies in their own positions, carved out their own positions in, in other organizations. And I, and I respect that. That's not a, a slight or, or a slam on anybody. I mean, everyone's got their own path to walk, but you know, at a certain, you know, when you're, when you're sleeping, you know, four hours or less a day and you're investing your entire life in something, I, I'd rather, I'd rather bet on myself. You know? Sure. I totally understand that. Sometimes I hate working for people. I, I sometimes wish I was more of an entrepreneur. And, you know, I mean, well, you work for everybody. You work for the people, right? Sure. Like, yeah. I mean, we, we serve everybody. I mean, it, it's like, but, yeah, but there's man. still, you, you, you're, you're kind of, you work for the man, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's a weird way to look at it. I mean, we just go out there and uh, in a sense, just try and keep the peace in these horrible situations. And, you know, we deal with a lot of crazy shit and, uh, sometimes it's a very thankless job, but you know, it's an, it's a necessary thing. And, uh, I mean, the mm-hmm. world is the way it is because of what we do. Uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, sometimes- well, look, man, you guys have a, an impossible position, sure. feel, right? Yeah. And I respect that. You know, uh, I, I didn't go into that line of work because I, I didn't want to be in that position, you know? Um, and that's nothing against it. I think it's uh, very honorable. I just, uh, I, I respect the gravity of the, the situation you guys are in on a daily basis, you know? Um, but you, you know, the, the bright side is, you know, you do help people and you help people that can't help themselves in, in certain situations. Right. And I, and I would have to assume, um, uh, that that would be the, the win. Right. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, everybody's on a different scale. Sometimes I wish we would have did the firefighter route. <laughs> Everyone, we you. all should have been firefighters, yeah, right? bro. Right. We can collab. Everybody loves this firefighters. <laughs> Hey, everyone, let's go back. And you guys get let's go. Let's do you it. You guys get to slide down that cool pole. You know, love you. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. Slide down different poles in the cigar business. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck. Oof. Oh man, smoke cigars. Fuck. It's a living. And occasionally run into some fires and smell like smoke. No one will ever complain. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. So I got a question. Everyone kind of Tell everyone kind of knows that you got this relationship with Guy Fieri. How did that? Yes. How did that come about? It's actually kind of a cool story, man. I'm, I'm glad you asked. So, you know, this was years ago. Um, uh, I want to say this was easily like, I don't know, 15 plus years ago, maybe 17, something like that. 
uh, a client of mine at the time um, was friends of, uh, uh, with him and uh, from the restaurant business. And he, you know, one time we were chatting about a piece I was making for him and, and he mentioned, you know, he's like, Hey man, I have this friend. He's a really solid guy. He's kind of making a name for himself in in our industry. And, you know, he just won this competition cooking show and he's kind of kicking up some dust. And I really feel like you guys would hit it off, you know, and I, and he wears jewelry and he'd like what you do. And would you mind if I introduced you? And I was like, fuck it. Sure, man, of course. And he put us on the phone together and we bullshitted for like an hour or so and kind of got to know each other. And, and that was it, man. I started making uh, his jewelry for him and have been ever since, you know, he's a, he's a, a regular dude that made it. You know what I mean? He's really uh, an inspiration and a friend. He's in Buffalo all the time doing all kinds of stuff with like, uh, what is it? Uh, diners, drive-ins and dives. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's done a bunch of restaurants here in Buffalo. I mean, that guy, man, talk about a well-traveled dude through the country. I mean, this dude just gets Crazy. to drive around in this cool ass Camaro. I, I feel like he does not drive that Camaro. No, the that's whole definitely time. for the show. Yeah. Somebody he drives, drives it. it around the entire country. Oh, does he that. actually? I, I figured no. he'd be on like a tour bus. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I was gonna say I figured like he'd be like on a cool, comfortable bus with there ain't no way he's driving around that convertible. He's doing like that. the I just want to imagine that he does. I'm just yeah. gonna I'm gonna believe that. That's my truth. If you need that, that's for I you, need man. That. You need that. All right. I like get the, that. Like the John Madden bus because he's scared to fly. Yeah, John Madden wouldn't fly airplanes. He had a custom really? bus, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he had a custom bus that he drove all around because he would not go on an airplane. No shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, somewhat uh limiting. No, like, you know, you're not going to see the world. You know, yeah, I'm not, I'm kind of the same way, but I'm starting to get over my, I guess, the anxiety of flying. I, I just, I feel like I like the control. Uh, you know, <laughs> you give the control to somebody. I mean, hey, we all have bad days at work. Uh, I don't want to be there when the pilot's having a bad day, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's kind of a weird. Well, so weird. let me ask you a question. Can you be a passenger in a vehicle? He is terrible as a passenger. So I actually drive. So like Gio touched on, he's my partner at work. I do all the driving. But this guy sits back calm the whole time. Don't let this dude fool yeah. you. Oh, no, literally like he'll be like going like 70 miles an hour to something. And I'm sitting there typing on the computer I'm like, oh, OK, yeah. Oh, by the way, you're clear. Right. Go ahead. You know, we, we have a system. It works. OK, yeah. there you go. Fast driver. There you go. You're a fast driver, man. Well, I mean, if you're going hot to a call, well, we're talking yeah. about like a hot to a call, like the, like a gun call or a, oh. like a stabbing or a shooting oh, or something I, like that. I'm talking about that time you ran over like a fence on St. Patrick's Day. Which which time was that? <laughs> Before you were a cop. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> no, Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. 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 That sounds like something you may or may not have actually done. I don't think I, don't I did that. You did that. Maybe I don't, that doesn't sound like you. I don't I don't think that he did. Maybe it wasn't oh. him. I don't think it was me. We were probably wasted. Who uh, Allegedly, I, allegedly, I was the one wasted. Yeah, I was gonna say, man. I feel like this is definitely you, man. Right, Caleb the rat is back. He was he was so was that driving? It, he didn't even understand that you Caleb was in driving. The car. I he thought. wanted you to be in the car so badly. He imagined that yes. you were in the car. You see, I agree. At yeah. least that's the way I would see that. Yeah, personally, I I remember this differently. I feel like Caleb might have been the driver. I don't. I feel like I, I feel like I've never driven you anywhere. But crazy. <laughs> but it feels all right. You guys can edit this at least for the love of fucking God. Oh, yeah. oh no. I'm no, not we're, editing we're, this. Fuck we're, that. We're putting it oh. out. I'm putting this shit out in the Good. world. I Put that shit out. We're going raw. I'm moving into cigar number two, guys, because cigar number one was amazing. So I'm ready to just light up another one. 
Oh, look at you, buddy. Well, Daruma. That's what we got two for. Fucking chief it down. Chief Keefe. I'm here. enjoying this a lot, mm. Matt. Thank you very much. Good. For your product. Well, it's, it's amazing. It's my pleasure, man. But don't worry, you got to keep smoking them because someday one will disappoint you. You just have to keep it in your rotation to discover that that gem. Haven't had a bad one yet, I must say. Mm, you got to keep smoking them. Then. What you say? That's so the, the goal, goal is to chase to find one you don't like. Yeah, you have to you have to keep smoking them until it disappoints you, and until then you just keep smoking. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, yeah. enjoy them all. It's some weird don't. twist of logic that makes sense. You see. <laughs> I see now. You see? You've enlightened me. Mm-hmm. The Jedi has spoken. <laughs> the Force is strong with this one. Yeah, right. Uh, fucking. So, what's next for you guys? You got your show. You're all hopped up on the fucking cigs. You know? <laughs> I don't really Talk know. Talking story on your show. It's just. What's a, next? It's a kind of a cool thing, man. I, I just being able to get together with your two best friends. Hang out, share a mm-hmm. cigar, have a conversation with these people in the industry like yourself, and just you know talk to you guys about your experiences and your starts. And I mean, I'm sure you've done a million podcasts. I'm sure you get the same questions all the time. Uh, through our interviews, I like to try to be a little more genuine in the way we speak. I I feel like sometimes people they're a little more reserved in how they they talk and. Maybe they get a little starstruck. You know, it, it's nice to humanize people and, and just have conversations on, like, a human level. You know, don't put anybody on a pedestal. I, I mean, I, I always appreciate every opportunity to come on shows like this, man. And, and yeah, I mean, you get you get asked a great deal of the same things, but I feel like it's typically in a different way or, you know, uh, you know, in a different you know, impacts differently and, or makes me think of something in a different way. You know, it's always, you know, there's always something fresh and different to unearth on, on these shows. And, and I always like the idea that, Hey man, maybe somebody watching this has never had any, uh, understanding of what we're all about. And it gives them the opportunity to understand what they're supporting. Sure. I have a level of lunacy. I would imagine not every single person watches every single podcast and every single cigar smoker doesn't, you know, smoke every single brand. So it's nice to bring some diversity into different audiences. Well, I mean, me, I probably have expanded what I smoke tremendously because of this show. Like when I first started, I will be the first to admit it. Like I smoked a uh, big payback and I actually didn't enjoy it. Unfortunately, it's wow. a good start. Yeah. But then I smoked the uh the Ezekiel you did with Mikey the Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Or the Shepherd. And then um the anniversary, it was like the thirteenth or the tw- the twelfth. That would have been the twelfth, I think. The twelfth. And that was actually one I was like, okay, all right. That one I don't <laughs> the dick. <laughs> hey. That was a delayed reaction from your first comment. Yeah. Well, hey, I will always be honest. I mean, yeah, man. Hey, and you kept see that's the spirit, bro. You're like, oh, this sucks. Let me have another one, Listen, but a different one. Yeah, that's what the go. whole point. Of Which one was, was it? Um, the Maduro. It was one you made for a local shop here. Uh, oh, okay. Yes, uh, and it was just it wasn't for me. That's all. I mean, it's not like I was like, oh, this is disgusting. I was like, eh, you know, not for me. 
And I, and now look at it. Now you're talking with the guy who makes the cigars. It's yeah. like full circle, and hey. that's like an awesome story about being part of cigar culture. Yeah, say all that shit you've been talking, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> say all that shit to the man himself. <laughs> I think I said it in the, the most respectful way possible. <laughs> but that's the beautiful thing about cigar. Well, first of all, first of all, this is the best time on earth that you could have possibly elected to become cigar smokers. The amount of great cigars that are out there, I mean, the, the, the sheer volume of them is unparalleled, unthinkable. Like, I thought when I started in this game that it was the best time to be a cigar smoker, which, quite frankly, at the time it was, you know. Uh, but that's just been an ever-present and ever-escalating trend of, of quality, right? Especially with the craft move, the boutique move, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, where there's uh, a far more intimate um, touch to production and more focus, you know, uh, you have a world of amazing cigars in front of you. What's it like, you know, uh, when you're you're picking out a cigar? I mean, typically, I would imagine uh, you're probably a pretty humble person. And do you always reach for your own cigars or do you dabble in other stuff? No, man, I smoke all kinds of shit. Well, look, I smoke. Look, the thing about being in the business is you smoke a great deal uh, of your own product because mm-hmm. you're monitoring its consistency sure. and its quality. And when I travel, I'll pick up a cigar from whatever store that I'm in because I want to see how it's behaving in that climate. If there's an issue, you know, which, you know, like nothing's perfect. I mean, we try to minimize that. And I think that we do, but every once in a while, you know, you have some kind of issue that you have to address and, and, uh, you know, you you can kind of backtrack, you know, in production. Um, it, it helps you stay on top of your shit, you know? And so you smoke a great deal for that purpose and also for development, you know, to see how the blends that you're working on are, are, are resting out and, and maturing. Um, I do like to smoke Padron, though, bro. Yeah, it's delicious. That's your, that's your thing, huh? See, it's that's delicious. That's one thing I noticed at PCA, like, because uh, that was my first show, and mm-hmm. seeing how like the different manufacturers, you know, they all passed each other stuff around, and you know, hey, try this. This is what I put out here, and everybody oh, yeah. smoked, you know, everybody else's stuff. So that was cool to see. It's not mm-hmm. like this, like rivalry if you will it's like oh there's room for everybody and appreciation for the well you give it time you know the the (laughs) underbelly awaits you but you know uh there is a there is a a share a sharesy type element to the business and you know uh i think genuinely people are excited about what they're building i mean they're they're working with factories and they're they're collaborating and creating with them you know yeah you see a lot of great collaborations right now too, and yeah, it's, it's funny you mentioned the collaborations because you have a couple different uh, cigars that I've smoked that were just collaborations. Uh, mm-hmm. What was the, there was the obviously the Shepherd, the Trust Your Government, yeah, the oh, Trust yeah. Your Government. I think you did. Well, look, dude, every cigar I make is a collaboration, right? Sure. I'm collaborating with the factory, you sure. know, whether or not it's outwardly represented as as a, a branded collaboration. You know, um, I think that every manufacturer that's actually vested in building their products and are authentically vested in the process, like they're, they're, you know, there's no better form, you know, there's no better way to describe that than other than it's collaborative in nature. Sure. I think that you build a cigar with factories that neither party would have put together on their own. That's definitely a different way to look at it here. Obviously, like, you have a lot of people that like they just slap their name on it and it's theirs. So I respect you for the fact that you're saying no, this is 
everybody's hand that touched that's, you know, baby. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, look, I mean, if you if you sit back and just you phone it in, you order product and you brand it, that's what you're doing. You're white labeling product. You know, every product that we make, you know, I'm vested in, in the process with the manufacturer. You know, some of our I mean, uh, some of our best products that we've made with William Ventura. I mean, I've had. I mean, arguably some of the best memories building those blends with them. It's cool. It's fun. Now, you know, obviously, you know, you're a very, very uh, well-respected blender. So what goes into the... Let's not get carried away. (laughs) Well, what goes into the process here from your concept all the way to finally slapping the label on it and getting it into production here? Like, you know, is it you have, you know an idea of it here or is it do you go the reverse ways i've heard a different uh mix of ways people kind of have a creative process i mean it depends right but if you want to go from the ground up you know there are things that you can build on like if you have an idea of how you would like to modify or embellish or enhance an existing experience you're kind of building on a pre-existing chassis of sorts right you know for me uh from the ground up, I, I still call it, you know, my painting by the numbers system, right? Like I wasn't born into this. So it's like the way that I function at, at the factory level. You know, I like to smoke, you know, if we're going to work with, uh, uh, a series of tobaccos or, you know, to the goal is to create a mixture that has some sort of outcome, some style or personality that we're seeking, you know, um, uh, Henderson or Weaver will offer up or whomever I'm working with will, will offer up components that they feel like will, you know, uh, when mixed together properly, will create the outcome I'm looking for. And, you know, what I'll do first is I'll smoke each tobacco individually. Like I'll have them make a burrito of, of each and I'll smoke it uh, singular, right? And try to better understand its individual personality and then begin to kind of dabble in, in mixing from there. And that's why I call it painting by the numbers. It's a very kind of methodical step-by-step approach to piecing something together. So and that's how I do it. So Matt, where do you get some of your best? And I masturbate heavily, feverishly. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, so that's <laughs> maybe your writing. Yeah, you, you have to. No, no. I mean, more Switch. so. Like when you're at a factory level and you're blending, anyone that says they don't masturbate five times a day, I take a blue chew before I go in every day. <laughs> So is that where blue you get- chew Matt Matt Booth is a blue yeah. chew guy. So is that where you get your best <laughs> creative thinking done while do- doing that uh, process right there? Absolutely, but I don't like to get distracted. <laughs> I'm a very theatrical masturbator, uh, you know, by by nature. So it's like I have to find, you know, it's also meditative. So you have to dial yourself in, not get too, you know, uh, get a good rhythm, you know, motion. Show. Yeah, get a good rhythm. <laughs> don't get all in the motion picture of yourself, you know, and really get into the fucking creative groove, man. Damn. Lotion guy or dry? I, I spit in my hand, bro. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, oh, that's fucking th- great. I thought it was appropriate. How to are you supposed question? to function if you need accoutrement? Now, look, you can enhance the experience. Get a very fine, you know, artisanal hand lotion, possibly, uh, you know, pilfered from uh, the American Airlines Admirals Club in the Phoenix Airport uh, lounge <laughs> bathroom, you know, in a small, like, to go cup. Okay, say say you have that option. Okay, great. But like, what are you going to do when you're out the field? You know, right? Get a VR headset too. You know, enhance the experience. For some, I typically stick my head in like a trash can. uh, You know, 
uh, <laughs> semi full, half full. It has to have some food remnants and other carnage in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta, you know, smell like the streets of San Francisco right now. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's where all the creative juices and the flavors come from, right there. That's the fucking erection alert right there. <laughs> streets of San Francisco. Oh, you got me nose ha- in the gutter, hand Th- on the butter. You know. What I mean. <laughs> oh my god! Got me three quarter chubbin right now. <laughs> You're welcome. And I'm surprised it's only three quarters. I mean, I I have my once I start to sprinkle. Well, you guys are on the east coast. It'll hit you later. Yeah. You guys will wake up like full bone dog, and you'll be like, "Is it? What did he? No. Huh? That's the secret. There's actually fucking blue chew in the blend." Mm-hmm. What is this? I've been waiting. That's actually a goal of mine. I, I want to, you know, people have been fucking around with infusions for, for, and I said I want to create a cigar with male enhancement. You know what? That'd be pretty awesome. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> That'll get the older uh, generation of guys like really ramped up, yeah. and their wives will definitely respect that. Bro, little smoke and poke, you know. <laughs> What's that? What is it like? The new Genix? She'll love it too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not, bro? Why not? Chief, fuck it. Fuck it. Just text 369-369 to room 101. <laughs> Suddenly the te- the Shadow Army text alerts go out right now. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Yeah, you got any of that blue dust? That blue dust. <laughs> we should try. We should do this. We should get Mike on board. We should work on a, a, a lo- just a small kind of intimate infusion experiment you know why not i'm in man if I, life if I, is too short i like that i like that idea i'm down uh test subject 369 right here there we go oh six nine oh six nine there doesn't matter 69 favorite number i we got we got the memo bro we got that it's, hell yeah jesus man get your boy <laughs> hey, listen, yo, he, he's fucking rogue right fucking now. Horn dog five thousand. He's uh, fucking off the rails, bro. He's we rogue. started talking about Matt. You gave him the boner, you know, man. This yeah. is your fault. You yeah, you gave him the fucking boner, man. This is your fault. So these guys oh, met dude. you in PCA. I, I didn't, and they told me I got to match your energy. So that's what I'm trying. <laughs> I like you matching my energy. I'm trying. I like. I'm, I'm trying. I, you know, I imagine someday we might be able to match each other's energy. It's all, I imagine it's someday that I may come to Buffalo and maybe uh, my energy could somehow go I- inside your energy, oh. you know, and then Buffalo wouldn't you know? be ready for that. The whole city would just <laughs> erupt into flames. They wouldn't be ready. I mean, it sounds action packed from what these guys are talking about. I don't know. Yeah. Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Buffalo sucks, man. Well, that's what I bring to Buffalo the. Buffalo does suck. That's man, I, bro. This is a massive letdown right now. Yeah, it does. It, it's it, There's not a lot going on here. Well, you know what? Well, I mean, when football could, season's going on, I mean, we have some fun. Well, that's ma- true. Well, maybe Matt can join uh, Mikey and we can do a Dingus Day celebration. That's where all the fun's at. What's Dingus? What is this Dingus you speak of? So it's the Monday after Easter. So you let go of okay. your, like, you let go of your fast. And it's just like an mm. all-out crazy Polish party on Buffalo's east oh, side. Shit. So all the Polish people go out. It's the old neighborhood where they settle down in like the 30s, 40s, 50s. And everyone goes around with squirt guns, pussy willows, and uh, you eat pierogies. And you drink, drink a lot of Polish beer. And yeah. uh, Krupnik. I'm in. Yeah, the, the guys in. get to shoot the girls with the squirt guns. And the girls hit the guys with the pussy willows. It's, it's right up your alley. Perfect. This is like, why have I not been? This is like... Uh... 
should be an annual affair for myself. I mean, I agree. It could be. This this uh, this will give you the inspiration for some kind of cigar, I swear. <laughs> the room 101 Everything pussy is willow. a cigar inspiration. The, the pussy king, willow. The king of dingus. Mm. The kingus of dingus. Yeah, oh, even better. <laughs> or dingus Just cunnilingus. Just dingus, bro. No, the dingus cunnilingus. Dingus con dingus cunnilingus. <laughs> See? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? That is... 100 percent. i appreciate that this is a this is a, a hive mind session this is a, a brain share frequency and we are bringing forth new concepts that i think will you know materialize in product form and i think serve us well i mean hell if you're moderately <clears throat> decent at least listen the day that you know you make a cigar with any name of cunnilingus i just you know i'm gonna be like yeah we talked about this <laughs> <laughs> i mean you are licking some leaves you know you're putting your lips right on that thing baby don't be gross, bro. There has to be some. There has to be some mystery. There's magic in mystery. You're just you're just fully pulling your skirt up right now. I'm just the like wild dog. I'm just the wild card here. You know that. Yeah, I'm the wild card. Unbelievable. Uh, you know uh, Leo from Nova Cigar. No. Okay. Well, yeah, she got to experience it. This pervert over here. <laughs> oh, maybe no, no. I think I do know her. Yeah, maybe Lenore. I, I don't think I don't think we met. I know. I know Nova. I'm, I'm familiar with the brand. Yeah. So Lenore. Uh, so he perved out. Oh yeah, he perved out. He. Uh, Fuck is he doing? Get your boy. We, <laughs> we we had him on or we had her on an episode. Okay, she shares my mm -hmm. contact information so she can call into the show. Uh, mm -hmm. Little did I know that fucking Caleb has uh, next to my contact information. It's the it's the eggplant squirt in the water. He shares the contact to her. She's like, "What the fuck is this shit?" She's like, this dude, super inappropriate, blah, 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 blah. Just so, dudes being dudes. Fast forward one year, we <laughs> FaceTime just randomly. We go say hi to her. She's like, oh, hey, how are you guys? How's Khalib? Or With her accent. And she's like, FaceTime him. And so we FaceTime him, and he's got a shirt. What the hell did it say? I, I love MILFs. I love MILFs. And she's like, he's never going to mature. <laughs> <laughs> he's never gonna grow up he's never gonna grow up you could <laughs> comedic, comedic timing you could have never timed it up perfectly like he's like walking he's like around. what's up guys <laughs> he's like yo what's up man how's pca and then it's Len lenora and she's just like Khalib, you'll never you'll never be mature i'm <laughs> hang so fucked hang up, up click calls over with <laughs> this call is over <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, or it's just getting. At started. least you did it like a G. You cut. You cut that. You were like, "I'm not putting up with this right now. I'm gonna wear my milk skirt." <laughs> oh, I wore it to work. Everyone loved it. Nice, yeah. of course. No shame. Obviously, in, no shame in my game. Yeah. Got to let the milfs know. <laughs> just incessantly trolling with his cotton garment. <laughs> That's his thing. Just billboarded up. Just get oh, it out there. That's not even the worst you know? shirt he's wore. It's not, it's, yeah, it's not I, even close. I have no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I'm. I'm very confident in that. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta make a milf stay. You know, make them happy. They gotta smile. Sometimes they're around the kids yeah, they're all like, day. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I got you, ma. I got nice you. Little, nice I got you, ma. Nice young man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can play off the innocence. Sometimes they don't look like I'm 31. So like they're like, all right, I dig you. I see you. <laughs> oh Jesus. That's well, fucking a, bro. <laughs> What's the word? You got any more questions for me? Yeah. Am I gonna go eat my kebab? That's not code. 
Hey, <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do, Matt. If you got kebabs, fry And him, I man. will. We enjoyed having you, man. It was awesome talking to you for a little bit. And, uh, dude, thanks for taking time out of your night, man. We don't we don't want to keep you all night. I know, obviously, you got kind of put on the spot. Uh, we, had, we had to have, uh, you know, Dad get into contact with you. No, I'm glad he did, bro. I, I felt really bad. Like, I realized I fucked up. I, I missed. Uh, so I appreciate the understanding, man. And I, and, I, and I genuinely appreciate you guys having me on. Dude. 100%. Great having you. Great conversation. Uh, my abs and my my face kind of hurt. It's uh, a lot of good laughs, man. So it's uh, awesome talking to you. Anything and- else? Anything else? Feeling sensitive? Feeling? Nah, man. I think that's, Caleb's that's got a full. I think Caleb's now. got more shit he wants to talk about. Yeah, he does. Uh, fully erect. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, in the DMs, dog. <laughs> you know where I'm at. <laughs> it go down in the DM. <laughs> uh, um, I guess just one last question. I'll say. Uh, what's you ask it? What is new and upcoming that hasn't been announced that we haven't talked about yet? That anyone watching our podcast, there anyone in the Shadow Army should be on the lookout for. Two things: we're going to do a drop with a very dear friend of mine, Chewy Kinsinar, is a, a world-renowned tattoo artist, a guy that's brilliantly gifted. I keep doing the brilliantly <laughs> gifted. And uh, we're going to do a drop with him in about two weeks. Uh, and then on the smokable side of town, which that'll be through Room 101 brand and through the Shadow Army, of course. And uh, Holiday will see the new Namakubi. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So every year, Namakubi, the plan is that Namakubi will become our holiday, li- very limited holiday release. All right, guys, be on the lookout for that. Make sure you, if you can, get your hands on them. Yeah. Get, touch them. Use the spit. Feel them up. Get your mouth wrapped around it or whatever you're into. Just yeah. buy them <laughs> and then do it. Feel, Don't do that feel them up. Spitters aren't Buy them then. <laughs> whatever. Dude, man. Whatever goes. This has been one of our funniest episodes. I'm so uh, thankful that you came on, and hopefully I get to meet you in person one of these days. I am looking forward to it, man, and this shall be so. We'll make it happen. Hell yeah. All right, brother. All right, man. Good Thank talking you. to you. Gentlemen, good talking to you guys. You take care. I appreciate you. I'll see, see you around. Brother. Take it easy, brother. See Adios. <laughs> Yo, what a character. That was <laughs> What a character. Dude, this guy, he could be a comedian. <laughs> he literally could be a comedian. Oh, fuck. That's fucking little great. Impro- little improv, man. Dude. He... <laughs> did anybody do a cigar review or were you yeah, guys just laughing the whole time? Yeah, I did mine. I, I, I kept Caleb, up. I was typing away. Caleb the focus. <laughs> <laughs> you guys told me to match his energy. I was trying. Hopefully it works out and I don't All look right, like so a So I only did buffoon. the Johnny Tobacconot. I didn't get into my second cigar. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just the Johnny P. Tobacconot. Um, all right. I'll get into the rating. So appearance, I gave it an eight and a half. Got the double band uh, with the cool astronaut on it. So eight and a half. Uh, burn nine and a half had no issues. I didn't wear the cigar, didn't touch it up at all. So nine and a half there. Construction solid nine and a half, solid stack of dimes. It was perfect. Uh, draw I went with the V cut nine, nothing really wrong there. And enjoyment, this thing's getting a ten. We had Matt Booth, we had Mikey on with you boys. Uh, loads of laugh. This thing was funny. So uh, forty three and a half times two. That's a ninety three. Um, initial cold draw. Uh, it was sweet. It was woodsy, um, 
I just thought it was a very smoky stick okay. as well. I enjoyed it. Everything about the cigar. Um, it wasn't too heavy, kind of light. So anyone could smoke the cigar, whether you're a novice or a pro. So 93, high rating alert. This is a great cigar. Experience with Matt and Mikey just elevated it. Out of this world for you, buddy? Uh, intergalactic. <laughs> I'm out there on the moon with the aliens, whether they have dicks or not. <laughs> you know what? I got to say, this cigar, so good, you might as well just slap your fat your fat Uncle Tony, tell him to stick the cigar in your mouth and smoke it. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? So, fat Uncle Tony, smoke this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, I, Johnny Tobacco Dot. Uh, the appearance, I gave it a nine. I actually really like the band down at the, the, obviously, the astronaut on there and the gold. Looks pretty cool. The burn, I gave it a nine and a half. Really, really good cigar. Perfect burn on it almost. Uh, I had pretty much no issues at all. The construction, I gave it a nine. Really well-constructed cigar. I know Caleb touched on that early in the show. Um, the draw, nine. No issues at all. I straight cut mine. Uh, and obviously, I gave it a nine for the enjoyment because <laughs> I laughed a lot during this show. It was really, really funny uh, having Matt on with us to to <laughs> just be part of the experience. Made it really funny. I wasn't sure if he was going to make it on, but he made it on and... That brought me to a 45.5, bringing me to a 91. Uh, really, really good cigar. Uh, if you have the opportunity, they are just kind of hitting retailers right now. So, obviously, this will be a week in the future. So, um, if you do have the opportunity to find a few, pick a couple up, man, because these things are really, really good. Um, I would imagine the other Vitolas are just as good. So, definitely check those out. And again, Matt, if you're listening, thank you for coming on. It was a lot of fun. They make uh, other sizes of this. I I didn't know. I'm like I don't smoke a lot of Room 101. I think so, we had the Robusto. There's a Toro, a Perfecto, and there's like some limited Perfecto. Uh, I will tell you the exact thing. I had it all put aside here. So yeah, there's a Gordo, a Perfecto, a Robusto, and a Toro. Uh, they're gonna retail uh, anywhere from ten ninety nine. I'm sorry, nine nine eight ninety nine is the Robusto, the five by fifty, all the way up to fifteen ninety nine, which I think those are going to be the big ones and the fancy like foil letter or uh, wrapping and all that. What a reasonable price right there! That's awesome, very reasonable. I mean, remember that's pre tax, so in New York, uh, it'll yeah, be like 20, New York, yeah, it'll be like twenty four dollars. All right, but New York know, sucks. Yeah, we've established that. Uh, I'll get into my review now, guys. Just since I actually was lovely able to finish tallying things here. Appearance, I gave this thing a nine. The band is super cool. You know, the black and gold really stand out. Uh, I took a picture at PCA of the uh, largest Vitola they had of this, and it is a crazy box. It really stood out. Uh, what's that? Oh, I, I was just saying that I bought it. Oh. And I have the box. Nice. Awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah, I didn't hear you there. But, uh, and. Yeah, if you get a chance, Room 101 actually posted it on their Instagram so you guys can see how uh, actually really cool it is. You mean how awesome of a photographer you are? Yeah. Because you're the one that posted the picture? You're yeah. the one that took that picture that's you know, on their page? Credit. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to give you the credit you deserve, buddy. My man. So that brought the appearance to me, I said, for a nine there. Burn, this thing was a nine. This thing, it got out of line and it fixed itself. Like Touched it up mainly because I was fucking laughing too much, so I'm not going to hold that against it. The uh, cigar there. Uh, construction, nine. Again, same thing. I might have got a few ashes on me just because laughing at... I don't know who said more ridiculous shit, Matt or Caleb. 
draw. I gave it an 8.5. I V cut it. I feel like a punch or a straight cut might have been a little bit better. I feel like this is a consistent thing for you. Start straight cutting your fucking cigars. No, I the last thing we smoked, I actually thought the, the, the V cut was perfect. Uh, enjoyment. That brought me to a 9.5. Gave it a 9.5. Great conversation. Fun. We had, you know, a lot of first. We had Matt on. We had Mikey pop in, you know, helping out there and, you know, his little sauna suit. So always an entertaining thing here. That brought my overall score to a 45, bringing it to a 90. All right, Caleb. ninety-one and a half. Oh wow, you're on you're on math skills. Uh, ninety-one point three three. So we'll round that. Uh, uh, round it to ninety-one. There you go, ninety-one overall. So a great score. Awesome stick, man. Awesome having Mikey and Matt on. So cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, awesome. I you know words can't express how what a fun, special, hilarious episode this was. <laughs> Caleb's special. Yeah, I'm the wild card, baby. That's what I'm here for. He was digging you. Yeah. We, we, dude, I'm going to like Gen Z out. Total vibes, man. Those are the vibes. <laughs> Any closing notes to the episode, bud? Uh, guys, just make sure you give uh, Matt Booth and Room 101 a follow. Uh, Shadow Army as well. Go ahead. Give him a follow. Uh, it's Boofy, baby. It's Boofy, baby. And Jesus Christ, that was a fun episode. Uh, make sure you're following us as well on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, subscribe, like, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell your friend's former college roommate about the podcast. Um, they're going to enjoy it. And if you enjoy cigars and whiskey, uh, you know, give us a follow. Like our pictures. They're pretty cool. Geo does a good job taking them. You do do a good job, buddy. You Thanks, do. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, also, that wasn't Mikey's podcast. So, But if you do want to get an audio version <laughs> down to her podcast, make sure you do... Listen to uh, Down to Herf on a Cigar Hustlers podcast network, the number one cigar podcast on Podbean. Perfect. Uh, that being said, guys, we'll uh, fuck. We'll see you guys uh, next Wednesday. Peace. Peace. Adios. The Down to Herf podcast, its owners and sponsors, take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It's not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Jerry Lewandowski, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their show. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hopes that they will be entertaining to the audience.